0: Welcome to episode 120 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. This is the full interview with Mark Burns, senior writer at Sport Techie. This uncut version has questions we didn't talk about in the 100th episode,
1: but before we get to the interview, Brian's going to give you guys a business or life tip. Okay, so as somebody who works like dumb hours and always has a million things going through my head, I'm usually so tired at the end of the day that I just pass out. There's no problem with that. I wake up reasonably okay early in the morning, but there's sometimes when either I'm just like in work overload and it's like has the opposite effect on me where I can't stay asleep. So I'll fall asleep no problem every time, but then I'll wake up like three, four hours later, like three in the morning. And I'm wired awake. Like, my brain body's ready to go. And I don't know why, because it's usually when I'm not feeling well. I'm, like, starting to get a little under the weather, kind of, like, how I feel now. And you're like, really? Like, this is when you're going to choose, like, to wake me up for no apparent reason? And, like, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, like, so, like, a basket case where I can't sleep. Like, I was just, like, laying there, and I'm like, dude, why am I awake? This is so dumb. But... Normally, like years ago, what I would do is you just kind of like lay there and you'd roll around, you try to fall back asleep. And what usually happens is you're up at three and then all of a sudden you finally fall asleep, like truly fall asleep, like 530 and your alarm goes off 30 minutes later. And guess what? I'm sure you know, you feel like total shit, like way worse than you felt at three o'clock in the morning. Cause now you're like, your body's like, okay, I'm relaxed. And then like 30 minutes later, like get up and you feel like trash. So somebody gave me this tip is when you wake up and you have feel that like, I'm wired, I know I'm not going to fall back asleep right away. You give yourself 20 minutes, only 20. If in 20 minutes you are not back asleep, you get up and start your day. Because the you will be more productive with those extra hours in your day than if you wait around, lay in bed, do nothing, fall asleep, and then wake up again groggy, You'll be less productive during even the waking hours of the day. So you might as well take advantage of it. You'll be more productive physically and mentally, A. B, you now have more hours in your day. Just take it as a gift and move on. And typically, after a couple days of that, your body is so tired that you'll then get back into your normal sleeping pattern. It has helped me big time. And sometimes I wake up like that and I'm so mad that that I didn't get some sleep. But then I like get up and it's like four o'clock in the morning, I've already sent off 20 emails and I'm like, oh, this feels pretty good. So it's uh, it's a tough one to swallow, but it works.
0: Yeah, my guess is you gotta do it once to understand it and then from there on you're like, all right, I got this. Absolutely. All right, now time for the interview. As I mentioned when I emailed you previously, uh, we actually use a lot of sport techie articles. Uh, as topics for our show, because you guys do a fantastic job of covering the world of sports marketing. So, a big shout out to you guys on that. Uh, we're definitely plugging you guys as much as we can.
2: No, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys reading our stuff.
0: So, I think we, we're actually in the middle of, we got 10 different interviews, 15 minutes apart, <laughs> all talking about sports media or sports marketing. And I think what would be interesting with our conversation is uh, your views on what brands aren't doing things well, and then on the flip side, the ones who are. So we see so many forward-thinking brands on Sport Techie, but on the flip side, are there things that you notice out of maybe large brands or other ones? I don't know. Do you guys cover much in the way of things you see brands not doing?
2: Um, I mean, to be told, we don't. Um, I mean I mean we we obviously know, you know, brands that are doing things well and, and just, you know, maybe companies are or things that we see that maybe we kind of scratch our head on. Um I, for sport techie at least, I mean we don't we don't necessarily operate and cover too many quote unquote brands per se, but because I kind of follow, you know, obviously sports and tech for what I do as sport techie, but just from a general sports business sense, I definitely follow like, the entire industry. So um yeah i mean i there's a few out there i mean one that comes to mind really comes to mind uh i mean this week is tiger woods it looks like he just got a new deal with monster energy drink and so um yeah that was maybe honestly that was probably maybe a head scratcher i don't associate (laughs) tiger woods with with monster energy granted it's underneath the coca-cola umbrella um i think he's been he's been tied to them in the past but um, yeah, that was kind of a, a head scratcher, um, an expensive one at, at that, um, if you want to go on like the, the, the brands maybe that are, I don't think maybe doing things well, but just they're kind of in the news recently. But, um, one that comes to mind, I, I saw them, um, I, I think you're seeing maybe more of them now, but the Snickers is one that comes to mind. They up their deal with, uh, WrestleMania is like the presenting, uh, the presenting sponsorship, but I was in Atlanta uh, for about a few years and I just got down to E-League, the Turner and WME IMG uh, uh, gaming partnership that they have that's broadcast. They're in season two right now. And so Snickers is a part of that. They're a part of WrestleMania. They have a uh, a few other sponsorships. I know they're partnered with the NFL, but I think you're seeing like more and more brands like Snickers and from just reading why they got back in, uh, you know, re their partnership with, with WrestleMania is teams are becoming very, or excuse me, brands are becoming very, very smart with how they measure um, their sponsorships and their relationships with properties, with teams, with leagues, from an analytics standpoint, from a social impression standpoint to, uh, you know, how is their brand being, talked about online what's the sentiment around it um is are our, our fans making a connection from you know X property and their brand or is there you know is there sort of like a disconnect so uh, i mean Snickers is just one example and, i mean they they follow the mars um you know the overarching mars brand but they're one brand that comes to mind of just uh, you know they don't, they're not out there too much but they're very strategic with the partnerships they do have so i'd say that them one and then on the I'll give you one more is, is, and they've been talked about for years as Gatorade. They've been around for 50 some odd years. And I'll give you two examples. One is earlier this year they did um, their sponsored lens, uh, their Gatorade sponsored lens around the Super Bowl, And they had Serena Williams, I believe it was Serena, not Venus, but Serena Williams kick it off where she, you know, they showed her essentially dunking herself with the Gatorade bath and, I think they spent. It was reported they spent maybe a million dollars on that versus what uh, you know brands and companies were paying for 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 uh, you know a thirty second in game spots five million dollars for the buy and then whatever it was for talent and production costs and all that. So you're talking maybe eight to twelve million dollars uh, for commercials for thirty seconds. So I think they got a very big return on their investment, a very good return on their investment from uh, I think the impression the the the, the report the reported number for impressions was. and it had everyone talking about, um, you know, everyone was talking about Gatorade online. So um, that, you know, they did that early in the year. And then they recently, again, tying it back to Serena, they had a a Serena match point. Again, this is tied to Snapchat. uh, A Serena match point interactive game embedded within the ESPN Discover option uh, on Snapchat. And so that was kind of a – I think you're seeing a lot of teams and and brands kind of going this gaming – sort of strategy a little bit just to to engage fans a little more make it fun and so uh, yeah so between Gatorade and Sna- or Gatorade and uh, Snickers kind of two brands that um, at least come to mind for for you know to, uh, I, I'm following at least
0: and are there any specific trends that you're looking for or tracking for 2017? I know you mentioned the brands themselves, but a lot of the content that we see on Sport Techie uh, has a wide variety of things. You mentioned esports. We just see everything there. So are you putting your finger on anything that you're like, you know what, aside from esports, what I think a lot of people are looking forward to, are there anything else out there that you're that you're looking forward to in 2017?
2: Yeah, I think um, this hyper personalization uh, when it comes to, um, you know, if I'm a fan walking into an arena, how am I being hit? Up? If I'm dialed into the team, to the team app, how am I being hit up with, um, you know, iBeacon notifications or push notifications? Are there different calls to action that um, I'll receive on my mobile device? So I think those like hyper personalized experiences, uh, there's a company out there called Experience that I can essentially customize through, the, through their relationships with teams across the major U.S. Uh, pro sports, I can essentially customize my uh, experience, uh, no pun intended, customize my experience based on what they have to offer and what the team is providing. So I can you know, upgrade my seat. I can go on the field during batting practice. I can maybe get a, a piece of merchandise uh, delivered to my seat in-game. So, um, yeah, I think going to games now, people expect more than just, going to the game you know they want what is going to be my experience how's my experience different from the person sitting next to me and so I think you're seeing um you know both from a content standpoint from a uh, you know purchasing uh, merch standpoint and other different options so that's something I'm kind of st- you know still following um now I think we'll just I mean you're seeing more and more of it so something I'm following heading into next year um that's probably be one of the one of the bigger things. I mean, you mentioned esports and gaming. Uh, I'm interested to see what brands, what non endemic brands get continue to get into the space. Um, and just going back to e League, I mean Snickers, Domino's, uh, Buffalo Buffalo Wings, There's a few other non endemic brands that have latched themselves to to gaming. So I wanna see, you know, what are gonna be those other brands getting getting into esports and getting into gaming and, and why are they why are they getting, why is it, why is esports make sense from a marketing strategy? Why can't, you know, why aren't they aligning themselves, you know, with other properties or other different vents? So those are a few things I'm watching.
1: Cool. Do you think that, um, do you think that esports is going to continue to grow at the rate that it's growing? And do you think that brands, um, are going to adapt and accept that esports is actually now a thing that which they need to a pay attention to and b need, need to be involved with.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to continue to grow. I mean, I I won't say who I heard this from. I've heard it from multiple people, but I mean, the way that the you know the internet is, we're all connected now with social and live streaming. I mean, I've heard from multiple people that they think gaming will be as bigger, bigger than soccer soccer globally. Um, in, like, five to ten years, which I could totally see. I mean, people, you know, I even, you know, I first heard about, you know, eSports probably a year and a half ago. You think it's weird watching people, watching other people play video games in a 20,000-seat arena, but in reality, I mean, I was doing that when I was 10 years old. Had six guys over on a Tuesday after school. Two guys were playing Blitz, and four other guys just chatting away and watching, you know, our buddies play. (laughs) So it's not too uh, it's not too you know too crazy to imagine that grand but the, the scale and the uh, the size of the audience is incredible <laughs> you know 20,000 people but um, yeah I think you'll continue to see it grow um, I think from a you know from a uh, there, there's so many different leagues out there and and different events and if you're a team competing in league of legends you have to be very strategic with you know what what uh, organizations you want to partner with or what events you want to go to there's no you know we have the nba nfl the pro leagues in the u.s there's none of that in uh the u.s right now or at least globally i feel like for from an esports gaming standpoint so hopefully from a structure standpoint there's more formalization in that next year but going back to your question from a brand standpoint yeah i think every brand out there should be paying attention to gaming and and then the, you know, the viewership numbers, but in, at the end of the day, it has to make sense for them, for, for the audience they're trying to attract for, for the people that purchase their product or they align with their brand. If I'm, let's say I'm Kellogg's, for example, you know, I'm a family owned brand and, um, you know, I kind of go after moms and, and, you know, kids, you know, eat and consume my products for them to align with gaming would make no sense whatsoever. You know what I mean? Um, or at least I, you know, in, in the traditional sense. But um, I think, yeah, you'll see more more brands get into the space. But at the end of the day, it has to make sense.
0: Awesome, man. Uh, Mark, we really appreciate you coming on the 100th episode of the Sports Marketing Huddle. Uh, we look forward to continuing to see the awesome stuff that you guys create at Sport Techie. Have an awesome day, my friend.
2: Thanks so much. We'll talk soon. All right,
1: cheers. Thank you. All
2: right.